Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellocoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellicoon along with Zach. As always, it's been a while. You've been traveling. I've been busy. The anime season of winter 2019 is over. How yeah, are you that doing? That was a quick season. It was. I mean, so luckily I watched shit. a lot, but I haven't had to talk about it a lot yet. So yeah. I actually have more to talk about than usual. Well, there you go. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about it. We are joined by Zaldar again. Hello! I was wondering if you're just going to totally ignore me. <laughs> I was going to surprise. Oh, okay. I just thought we were putting him in jail until like we get to the review. Yes. Well, you, you, then you should have like done some tease of it or something. You know, I don't know. You could have had Zach pick on me some more. Yeah. <laughs> Do a guess who? Like there could be so many people. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we are going to be reviewing... The Promised Neverland. Which may be a real short review because about all you can say about it without, like, spoiling everything is it's really good. Go watch it now. Oh, well, there uh, you go. Review over. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also um, want to be careful because they have the dub coming. They have the dub premiering on Sunday. N- is it this Saturday? or No, I think it's next Saturday. Okay. Uh, on Toonami. Wait, 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 wait. We're actually reviewing something timely? Well, it's because it was the last season. <laughs> I, I know. We're just, I'm nothing, we, I don't think we've ever done that before. Usually when we review things, it's like... Maybe, maybe it's changed since I left, but that's, that's a first for us, I think. We might actually no. be able to like wave, ride a wave <laughs> of popularity. And no, yeah. It, we, it's we, kind we've of a mix. It. It's not that we only watch older stuff like you guys might have done. It's more the case that we don't watch anything and finish it in time, which is why we never review it in time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, like, now it's more like uh, a necessary evil, whereas before you guys were doing it by choice. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Well, just because at least most of the, I don't know, when we started, most of the things that were coming out then were not interesting or good. Mm. I would say we review a lot of timely things. We do. We don't we don't finish that many, so mm-hmm. I guess the point is you didn't review timely things because you chose not to watch them. We choose to watch a few and only finish one, and that's our one timely review. <laughs> <laughs> when well, you only record once every two months, 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's that, there is that as well. Yeah, it's easy to do it timely if it's just one show because we record every, once an anime season. I mean, mm-hmm. like last year, I, really, I think we only released 11 episodes. So, you yeah, know. Can, can we just append it to be like once every anime season? Yes, but, your quarterly anime review podcast. Instead of bi weekly, yeah, quarterly. It's like a financial report. Exactly. But, <laughs> but it's an anime review. <laughs> the anime. So now we need to start talking about the, the anime stock exchange. How much? How much money the anime's makes, and yeah. you know, and call it the I'll, anime I'll financial report. I'll post some graphs in our next review. Report. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people have a visual aid to go along. Thick with. thighs are trending. Start cash in. <laughs> no hold. It can only go up. Yes. We can have dissenting financial advice, there like all go. financial places. You're wrong. <laughs> Who, so wait, do the studios have to merge, or does it have to like be universe-like crossover, like Steins Gate and uh, Robot, War, or what was it, Robot, Robot's Notes? Is that a merger? Uh, yeah. No, it's a, it's a joint venture. There you go. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. You gotta really gotta bait the financial geeks in there. There you go. Mm-hmm. Real, real terms. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely that. That's being a lawyer. That's um quite fun. And we didn't get. To, I didn't get to hear our wonderful opening again. I was going to joke about Nis needing to change it since I'm a lawyer now. But um, no, I put it in post. Thanks for ruining the magic. Oh, I see. Okay, well. Yeah, Sorry, it's all guys. editing magic now. You it's it's true. Yeah, yeah. We well, can just edit that part out, right? We're listening to it too, but we're not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, because I mean, I would love to be a Funimation lawyer. So, well, no. go call them up. I don't know. Crunch, Crunchyroll lawyer. <laughs> I mean, it could just be like their voice acting people, and they only have the same lawyer, and he does everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of the time, that's what you would do. Unless you're really big, you would have one lawyer for the company, and you pretty much do do everything, yeah. Yeah. So. Like, that one lawyer has as, about as many roles as their uh, one voice actor. <laughs> the one voice actor, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thanks, Funimation. <laughs> and then I'm going to be reviewing A Town Where We Live, a show from 2013 that was recommended in a Reddit thread that I was reading due to me watching Domestic Girlfriend. And, uh, yeah. Well, I'll give my thoughts on that. So. Again, another another timely review, right? Hey, it's only six years old. <laughs> um, Come back in four months and we'll have another one for exactly. you. Uh-huh. Exactly. I mean, I still haven't reviewed SSSS Gridman yet. I still or haven't Steins reviewed Gate. Or Steins Gate or Domestic Girlfriend. Or the slime show, which is which is funny because these are all shows you could have gotten credit for watching timely, but we didn't record often enough. <laughs> yep, you're ahead of the curve on uh, on watching shows, which never happens. I know, I'm amazed with myself. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not going to go through everything I've been watching. Um, unfortunately, due to some circumstances, personally. I, I've kind of taken a step back from anime for a little bit, but still watching a little. Um, I, I've kind of been catching up on the uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. It's been 
it's been challenging to like. And I think I figured out why I'm not liking it as much. It's because I'm not a big isekai fan. Like, isekai to me has been like sword art. And that's really, you know, and Konosuba. Those are the two isekai shows that I've watched. And everyone's like, oh, this is amazing. This show's so great and fun and blah, 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 blah. The characters are fun. But it's just like they recycle the main plot lines. And it's like, all right, uh, the slime did something slightly cool. And now he's got more people under his wing. And, oh, now the, now the town's a little bigger. And now someone wants to fight and burn the town down. I just. Is I that don't, really all you've watched of Isekai? How is that possible? I don't get into like the Isekai. Sixty percent of anime made it, it seems like it's Isekai. Is all thinking. Well, I'm very selective. I've seen yeah, yeah Log I mean, Horizon. I've seen Gate. I've seen ReZero. I like. There's so many. Isekai. I've tried watching Log Horizon. I tried watching Batome. I tried watching. What's the one that like? The guy was an otaku, and he was, like, transported to a castle, and, like, all his otaku shit was like, oh, my God, there's dragons and shit now. And I, I don't fucking know. Um, uh, I've tried watching other isekai, but I don't give no a fuck about the fantasy world stuff. So, yeah, the the only, I think I've only seen maybe three isaki. I can't even say the word. That's how few of them I've seen. Um, Gate, <laughs> uh, Shield Hero... And Kanosuba. That, I think ReZero. I feel like everyone was into ReZero. It's probably oh, all God, most people no. have seen. I, I looked at ReZero <laughs> and I was immediately like, yeah, we're going to hate this. There is nothing intelligent about this show at all. No thank you. Uh, That's a good summary. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, we're just reviewing. Hey, what else should we talk yeah. about? We're just get all these reviews out while we're talking about it. I enjoyed Gate until the end of the second season when it was just like masturbatory. This is the Japanese Defense Force. It yeah. was like the last. I mean that I could, I, that aspect of it I kind of liked because I enjoyed the oh it's so good. this is this is totally a political show about okay uh-huh. the rise of Japanese nationalism again okay all right that's interesting. It's, it's well, there you go. I mean yeah that part's cool but the entire I mean I wanted the finale to be something of substance and it was like twenty four minutes of helicopters flying around the Japan flag. <laughs> There you go. I mean, was was kind of cool and appropriate for at the time period the politics <laughs> of Japan, you know. Um, but yeah, it could it could have been better, certainly. Yeah, it sets up a lot of cool characters, and then, I mean, I guess you just like it because uh, the one Japanese politician military person marries the the little girl there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's the only reason. Yeah, that's I mean, uh, that's, that's why you exactly. liked it. Mm-hmm. They um. Who has actually? She was a goddess. I'd have. I'll have you know. So she was, you know, really much actually, older. And yeah. Oh, okay. She's, go down just, that road. she's just a normal character in this show. They don't even. <laughs> they don't even butter it up. They're just like. No, they don't. Well, but she's from the fantasy world, so it'll be. So like, it's okay. Yeah. You're like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I have. I was just playing. Um, we're, we're gonna talk about games now, but I was just playing um, Crusader Kings two, where I, you know betrothed a 68-year-old to a one-year-old. So, I mean, obviously. Wow. Uh, All right, I'm cutting that out. You never heard of Crusader Kings 2? Oh, okay. I have. You're, you're uh, like a professional. I mean, the game isn't all about matchmaking, but... No, it I, is not. I like There's to think you've mastered that. that aspect of the game. Yeah. 
Like that seems like hard mode if I've ever heard it for matchmaking one to sixty eight. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> what you're trying to do is much more feasible. You know, it's like twelve mm-hmm. to forty five. <laughs> I'm no mathematician, but that that the difference is smaller. Mm-hmm. What do you even watch? I don't know. And I I, I enjoyed uh, Kanasuba just because it was unbelievably hilarious. Oh, did you guys see the trailer for the movie? No. It is essentially... I didn't watch it because I'm never going to be able to see the movie. I mean, it's not like it's ever going to come out here anywhere. So oh, it probably why torture will. torture yourself? I guarantee you it will. Um, oh, I hope it does. Well, will it come out? Some, I mean, but okay. Where we all live, is it going to come out where we can see it? Funimation and um, <clears throat> Phantom... <clears throat> Excuse me. Still getting over a cold. I mean, they even played um, like this the like, Psycho Pass movie. Yeah, in Funimation's yeah. been really hardcore about getting movies over here, and then Phantom Movies, AMC, and them have been hardcore about getting movies in timely in timely fashion. And usually, okay. what they'll do, I I hope you're right. Um, they've been doing a lot of anime stuff, but I mean, either way. We'll probably yeah. end up getting it in some form or fashion on Blu-ray. I mean, or, it'll certainly be limited in theaters, but if you're willing to drive, I imagine it'll be at least a few theaters in your state. You could hope. But, I mean, I'm not even interested in that aspect. I'll just watch it online and there you remain go. on the wrong side of the law, unlike this lawyer man here. Mm, exactly, exactly. He won't I'm, be able I'm to watch gonna, it I'm legally. Just, I'm just happened that... Uh, there's like actually a lot of places near me that are going to be participating in Ghibli Fest, so hmm. I may actually finally get to see my neighbor Totoro on the big screen, which would be amazing. Cool. I got to see uh, Spirited Away when I was in Austin with my brother at the movie theater. That was cool. Oh, uh, yeah, that would be very cool. Let's see what they're doing. That was the first time I saw it, too. Mm-hmm. It was extra cool. Yeah. Well, there but, you go. Uh, it's a perk of living in Austin where they have literally everything. Well, so yeah, and a bunch of so much money that you can go do anything. <laughs> yep. Hey, what, are tech, what are tech people like? Oh, they like Ghibli. Yeah, they're a bunch of fucking nerds. Give them, give them the animes. <laughs> the animes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta, gotta add the S because you don't know what you're talking about. Um... Wait, so what is who watching? Let's what smoothly watching? transition yes. into our real segment. Hey, Zach, mm-hmm. what, have, what have you been watching, uh, yeah, Zach? So I am watching... Um, let's see. I am watching... Uh, My Roommate is a Cat, which is unbelievably wonderful, and everybody should be watching. Um, that is perhaps the most cute... the One of the cutest moving shows I have seen in a long time. Um... The especially and it actually some of the people who write it understand cat behavior, at least in a pretty good way because it seems realistic about the way the cat acts and this kind mm. of stuff. Um, I don't know. You know, we talked about that last time, so I won't talk about it too much. But it it's very good and worth watching. Uh, they got been a continuing with the rising of the shield hero. hero uh, they got a and then, um, are you caught up on that? Talk about. Are you caught up on yeah. Shield Hero? I have about one episode of Shield Hero too. I think I need to watch episode thirteen that just came out. Oh, okay, I haven't watched that either. I, I mean, I kind of want your opinion. I guess we can talk about it because it's airing, but hopefully, I won't spoil it because you know it's just an East guy and there's not much to spoil. Um, no, it's not much to spoil. <laughs> yeah. So, what do, you, what do you think of the new villain that's been revealed? 
Yeah, in episode 12? Yeah, the girl with the fans. I'm confused, because it sounded like she was not... Did she only appear because of the, whatever they call the thing from the sky or whatever? Yeah. Uh, or was she there kind of all the time? That seemed weird to me. Yeah, I guess that's left ambiguous, but yeah, they kind of framed her as like not a villain, because she's right. like, ah, my faction's going to win, and you're like, faction? I thought it was just monster guys. So... Y- it yeah, kind of leaves um, the source of the waves ambiguous because it's like, are they all evil? Like, why? She's just a human that talks to them, whereas before they just fought things that can't speak. So, yeah. So, which could be interesting if there's more to this. Yeah, uh, they're kind of I setting kind up the of king. Doubt it, they're going to get that sophisticated, honestly. But I think I've, they might because to me, they're setting up the king as like a bad guy. Well, I mean, he's clearly a bad guy. I mean, well, yeah, they've kind of done that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not set up. The point is, perhaps the whole human faction is bad. Like, what if the fangirl is just like, I mean, her army's demons, so that makes her seem pretty evil. But it's still possible that like she can mm. be a faction that doesn't really understand, and like maybe the king's land is actually the like thing that shouldn't be there. Now, see, I, if they go that way, that would be make this an even massively better show. If it turns out the heroes are on the wrong side, and yeah. they have to kind of, you know, and they did the the they've so far they haven't done anything. I didn't yeah. suspect. I mean, they've done the whole. Oh my gosh, she's going to have to leave, and when they, when this is all over, and everybody is upset with the fa- in his party with the fact of him leaving because you know he's the head yeah, of the Arab. I don't really care about that. <laughs> that yeah. was all. Uh, cur- currently, the political intrigue thing is yeah, that's that, much more interesting. Is yeah, is that the king is clearly bad, and the little sister and the mother seem to be like the good faction that like vacated right. the throne, but. Yeah, but it'd be cool if there's another level where, like, I don't know, she didn't seem overly evil. She didn't kill anyone, though she said right. she was trying. I feel like she could have, and, like, maybe she's, like, a real faction that isn't just evil. Yeah, I mean, the only reason they won is because there's evidently a time limit on the waves, which has was not introduced before, but it's just another, <laughs> like, video game trapping of the way this world works. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I was okay with that. I mean, if if it has a set time where it happens, it must have a set time when it ends. But yeah, they didn't talk about it the first wave. They're just like, it's over. They didn't mention a time. Right, they did not. And did you catch, they may, I mean, they don't have to explain this, I guess, but did you catch why Melty is evidently the uh, the next one in line for the throne when there is an older daughter? No, I don't think they okay. explained it. That's that. That's just a different from the way I've ever understood yeah. succession to work in kingdoms. So. Maybe because just her daughter, the other, her sister is such a fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, but so is the king. So why do we quite yeah. care? Yeah, I don't know. They haven't they haven't explained the little in, political intrigue fully. Like you don't even know her, about her mother much. You just know she's right. somewhere else. Right. But it's still fun. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, it's you know I definitely. I'm watching, continuing to watch it for very different reasons than I started watching it, which is always cool. Uh-huh. Um, like how Melty's cute. I mean, yeah, I like that, but that's I mean, not <laughs> why I keep watching, obviously. There's a brief hesitation where, like, do I admit to it? I already get made fun of so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's great with her, like, sleeping in Philo's feathers. Yes, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I admit it, that was cute. 
Yeah, it was a combination of cute and funny because he's like, "Did you eat her?" <laughs> yeah, because all yeah. her clothes were nearby. Mm-hmm. 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 It's it's been and good. you know you and they, and at that point, as far much as we knew about the our divine fowl, it was not out of she. You know, she could have done that. That would have been in character. Mm-hmm. So I still don't understand what her character is, especially watching it in English. In English, she's mm. very much just whiny and pouty. I mean, the problem is, it's not a problem with the show, but uh, the problem I have is it's hard to like get really into those two characters because they can't decide whether they establish them as like a like half of Raftalia's character is like very caring and maternal, right? Mm-hmm. But then sometimes they play on the fact that she's only been alive two years because she ages faster and she's like a pouty child. And to right. me, I like I have a hard time believing both. Sometimes they swing between the two character types too quickly. They're like, oh, but also this works in our story because she's actually two. And you're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, is she both the motherly character and a whiny two-year-old? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's... I uh, Yeah, I could see that a little bit. But, it, I mean, it, maybe it's just because I'm watching this with half my brain off. But it, it never <laughs> bothered me. You know, yeah, it sticks out more in English, um, I feel like. Along cause... with everything else that's going on, since it's game trappings in this, and it's an Iseki show that I maybe, I maybe I give it more leeway on things like that than I don't. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't ruin the show but for that's me. Never, I've never noticed that. And for the most time, she's just her yeah. actual character and, like, more maternal. But there's been, like, a few cases, like, Ladies when she... Cat, Zach. Um, excuse oh. me. Hmm. What? I'm sorry, what? What? Okay, whatever. Anyway, we're cutting. Yeah, our other our main host here, how far he was in my roommate as a cat, but Oh, sorry. Yay for It's all right, you're just gonna ignore me, it's okay. I was I know reading I'm, something. I left you to go off and become a lawyer, it's all right. Wait, uh, the bigger problem is I was talking. Can no one hear me? Yeah, no, 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 I could hear both of you. It was, it was, I wasn't expecting to get asked a question. Anyway, we heard. Oh, did I, I didn't, I thought we were done Rising of the Shield Hero. Sorry there. Okay. Did you have more to say on it? Uh, I was, yeah, I was just saying how, like, it doesn't bug me that there's a difference, but, like, the authors shouldn't be able to have it both ways. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Like, it's believable yeah. if her character just wants the main character's attention because she likes them. But then sometimes they play like too hard on on like the whininess, mm-hmm. arguing with Philo element, and I can just tell their justification is they're both really young because they age quicker, and I don't like that. I don't know. I've known some pretty older women that, when it comes to one, uh, two people are fighting over a man, that can get kind of snippy. I've seen that. Uh, right. Of course, I've seen I, it from I, men as well. So. No, I agree, but the point is, like, that could have been believable already, but it's, like, the way, I mean, maybe it might just be in English, but the way the English dub is, it very seems like they're tapping into, like, the whininess, because they, like, they change their tone to be whinier, and it's like, uh, they could just argue normally, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like Raptalia should be matching Philo on her whininess. Because uh, even though they're, okay, like, both, now... even though they're both just born, like, yeah. her character's set right. up to be way more mature. I'm I'm going to say that is now the dub because I don't see that at all. Okay. Uh, in in you should watch a couple episodes that are in the sub because um yeah, I did. I was, in in the sub I would say she is definitely more mature than um, our divine fowl. Okay. 
but uh, so that that may very well be the dub, and it may be that I'm just missing it because a Japanese person would say that she's being more, but I, right. she doesn't come off that way to me. In yeah, in the some um, of that intonation's lost in translation, yeah, yeah, which is always fun. Okay. Anyway, back to your question about cat. Yes. Cats and roommates. I watched the first episode. I haven't watched any more. You're the one that recommended that. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> I've watched ten episodes of this thing. You've watched one? That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll get around to it. I mean, I'm watching the dub of it, so. Well, he's a good judge of the show, then. He watched one, and he knew you'd like it. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good, because I do. I watched a lot of it back to back. Okay, he, he you didn't even get. To, he, I mean, the second and the third episode are even better than the first. So good. Well, I'm watching it with my wife, so you got stuff coming up. He might have not even known that like the cat dies horribly. He watches the first one and it's all cute, and he could have recommended you a sad show. He wouldn't have even mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, the cat does not die horribly. Or a yet. stressful show for you, like uh, Promise Neverland. <laughs> yes, we'll get to that. Yeah. I have heard that it to people episode twelve is supposed to be more is sadder than the other things, but oh, for know. the cats, yeah, that the cat show. All right. Anything you want to talk about? You've been watching Zach, or are you ready to move on? Oh boy, do I! So right. <laughs> I've uh, watched all of Kaguya Kaguya Sama Love Is War, and I mean it's really fun. It's the problem I have with it is it's not the star show everyone wants it to be to me. Like I can see how it made a really good manga because it's a bunch of short stories and they're all entertaining and funny. But to me, that's like not as compelling of a show as other formats. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, Toradora, my favorite rom-com that has a lot of elements that could be standalone episodes. But the reason it's a great show is for the, how they bridge it all together. And like the, the emotional payoff of the relationships, right? Whereas this, there's no emotional payoffs, but it is a great, it's a convincing rom-com, I guess, in that it teases the romance and does the comedy, kind of like Nisekoi. So the reason I hold off high, like putting it in such high esteem as people on Reddit seem to do is because it doesn't have an overarching story. And I think a lot of people read the manga because it's one of the most popular manga, like the highest rated of all time, according to my anime list. So I think a lot of people watched it and I mean, read it and it was very good to read. And then the show adapted it well. And they're just like, this is the best show. But to me, like the five minute segment stories could never be the best show. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. It's definitely worth watching. And I gave it an eight out of 10. So I really like it. But it's in the same camp as like the... Zuri Zuri children show where it's almost just sketches that are funny with romance elements, but it'll, it'll never be my favorite romance show. Yeah. So this is one of those that are, where each episode is five minutes. Well, the episodes are long, but the segments are five minutes. It's oh, it was, okay. Got it. It's made into a manga is like the, the four, four panel comas, four panel. Yeah. Style. Okay. Got so it. Like, yeah. So like a chapter will be kind of all one, theme but it's four panels for each segment so they kind of just sit in one room and do like five minute segments of the story and they're all 
the characters are cool and it's done well and it's funny, but you could never say like, this is my favorite romance show because no romance happens. Um, right. I'm trying to th- find it right now, but there's a, um, I think it's, I guess I'd call it a fantasy show that's recommended, been recommended to me that's, um, I'm not going to find it in time, but, um, that's, I would say is, um, episodic in nature. Ah, here it is. Mushi, Mushi, she, but that is 30 minute episodes. They're episodic, not five. So, mm. but I was going to ask you if you had seen that one. Maybe if you just didn't like episodic things, but difference between uh, five minutes episodic and 30 minutes episodic. Yeah. And also, like, your characters have to be really compelling, I guess, for episodic to work for me. And mm-hmm. Kaguya-sama has good characters, but if they'd never really change or develop, then uh, we got no progression between the two episodes. Like, the good way to do episodic shows, like, uh, I don't know, Friends, for example, is that the characters change and the the relationships to each other change. And it's not necessarily an overarching plot, but how the characters grow is what connects them all. And I don't think Kaguya-sama does that. Hmm. Uh, but it's still really fun. And the one I wanted to talk more about is um, a certain magical index. So I'm watching this show because I want to watch the Railgun spinoff, which I love, which they're making soon. But I had to call a friend of mine to explain it to me because uh, the show started like in 2010. So I was already watching, or I mean, I wasn't watching anime yet. So then I watched the first season in like 2013, and then the second season came out in like 2016. So then it's been like three years, three and a half years, and they make this new one, and I didn't remember what was happening, or so I thought. It turns out they just skip around a lot. It's setting up World War Three, which is as dramatic as, I mean, the title of it sounds, right? Mm-hmm. But because it's a light novel originally, and the show just has so many characters, like at least a hundred, like that many characters, because it has just like so many spinoffs, and they're all relevant in the third season. Because the people who wrote the source material just really like all the characters, and there's so many. And if you're going to have a world war, then better be a lot of characters in different places, right? Yeah. Um, so it's just overwhelming. So like after an hour of him, him telling me the plot, I'm like, okay, I didn't know most of that. Is it because I forgot like what happened? And it turns out, no, you just have to read the source material. So mm. it has worse ratings in the first two seasons, understandably, because no one knows what's going on. And the fight scenes just aren't good enough to carry it, which is really weird because the spinoff I like for Railgun, uh, Misako Mikoto is the main character and she has much more grounded episodic adventures where she like fights crime essentially. And there's like an overarching story, but it isn't as giant as world war three. And there's probably only like two dozen characters. So it's just, it's just overwhelming. And I've been watching it in English. So at least even though I don't know what's going on, I can enjoy the action it does have. And it has good action, but not great. So I don't know at this point. I just wanted to point out how impossible it is to follow, but also I'm only finishing it so I can watch the spinoff. Okay. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be, it's, it's definitely very popular. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. watched any of it, but I bet I, you know, I can tell you some of the characters. I mean, there's the girl that can like shoot metal 
or like coins very fast and these kind of yeah. things. That's oh. that's Railgun, the main character, Misuka. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that, she's the character I really like. And her spinoffs are good and easy to follow, but but man, the, the magic ones are ridiculous. <laughs> they're like a weird combination of like harem and fans. It's like they're they're written by the same person, but it isn't believable. The magic ones are just ridiculous and have way too big fights and like fan service and also like a harem element. Huh. And like the magic abilities are ridiculous. And but then like the scientific ones, though shooting electricity and railgun like shooting metal is supernatural and ridiculous. They just seem so much more grounded. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the fights actually make sense. Controlling metal is something I can compre- comprehend. The magic ones are just ridiculous. Plus all the magic ones are grounded in religion. They should just call them religious powers because it's basically science versus religion in the show. Um, but they call it magic and they're all tied to different religions. And the World War Three story has like every different faction of Christianity fighting each other with magic abilities. Okay, that actually sounds interesting. <laughs> so, like, wait, you have like the 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 Baptists fighting the the, uh, oh, yeah. the Mormons or something? No, currently it's like the Pope and the Vatican is fighting the Russian Orthodoxy and also like the like a British sect of Lutherans. It's like a three way war. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm like fascinated now. Yeah. See that that would be the Japanese, cool part. Do they so, have? any understanding of the actual real differences between these religious factions? They do in the book, so okay, you, wow. you understand my pain point, because most people just watch it for the action, I imagine, because it makes no sense in the show. Uh, so then I call my friend and I say, I can't watch shows just for the action, can you explain it? And he's like, well, not really, because <laughs> the show doesn't tell you anything, you have to read the novels, so mm. like, if you actually care about the religious elements in the story... You just have to watch. I mean, you just have to read the books, apparently. So, yeah, I was I was also interested because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but this seems cool. Like you said, maybe I missed something or I don't remember stuff from other seasons. And no, it just Mm. it's just incomprehensible. Because that's what one of my most entertaining things is kind of watching uh, Japanese anime versions of either. Um, like Western shows, like um, I mean, there's like um, Western version of the Count of Monte Cristo, or a uh, Anga version of West the Western the Count of Monte Cristo. That's very interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gakan Gen- ah, I can't pronounce it. J n k u t s o u o u Gangetsu. There we go. Uh, that's just amazing. And then I have some that do about the French Revolution and these sorts of things. So, mm-hmm. and the only other time I think I would say Japanese anime tried overtly to do anything with Christianity was Evangelion, and that was just a ridiculous crap show, at least from a religious perspective. So, mm-hmm. well, the seen- idea that they're going to try and go in and actually understand the very real differences between and Catholicism and Greek Orthodox and Russian Orthodox. Yeah, they, they do apparently in the book, but not the show. In the show, have, they're just people with different powers. They hate or hmm, what was that? Have have the books been translated? Oh yeah, yeah, you can read them all. Hmm. But there's a lot. There's like Thirty of them. I mean, they're Japanese light novels. I'll think I'll be okay. 
Very uh, true. Uh, it just doesn't appeal to me. I mean, I watched it for the spinoff, and the spinoff character is cool. And even some of the world building is cool, so I was, I'm almost interested. But at this point, I feel too wronged by having to decipher the show that I don't want to do it. Yeah, and, but have you see. seen From the New World? I think. Oh, yeah. That's a good example of taking some Western philosophy. Yeah, but it's so very... I mean, here it's overt. You know, they're naming yeah. the Christian... The, the Western philosophy and from the New World, you have to kind of dig into it to figure out oh, to yeah. see where it is. Yeah, same with like the Madoka Magicas. The majority right, of the people are right. not getting all the philosophical references. You're, you're not going to, unless you, you know, read Paradise Regained, you're not going to be recognizing, mm. oh, this is that. So, and yeah, this probably, one's very <laughs> we're probably might be the two anime fans who might have actually be familiar with enough to understand that. Yeah, um, no. I mean, Anime fans are a bunch of nerds. I'm sure there's some overlap. I'm sure there's some what philosophy the, majors watching it. Which is the one with the, um, it's supposed to be like, oh, Spice and Wolf. That's the one that's supposed to be like pure economics that I've always wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's economics, sure, but it's like mercantilism economics. So we got some pre-Adam Smith stuff. Mm. It's fine. It It doesn't do the economic concepts wrong. But it's like saying there's a show all about math and they get they don't get past edition. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, they're just traveling merchants and they barter. Like, eh, anyone can understand that. So it's been overhyped to me a little bit. All right. Yeah, it's it's no thesis on economics. It's a good show. I like it, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get as deep into it as you know the, from the new world does with its psychology and philosophy. I mean, but Elements. I don't know many shows that get as deep as From the New World. They're like maybe three that I would say. So. Oh, yeah. That's and a high bar. Are, and one's Ergo Proxy, and it makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wasn't even counting that one because it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched Ergo Proxy because I heard it was like From the New World, and like, I don't know. It's Yeah, no. It's the inception of anime where people think yeah. it's deep as like a cover to, of not understanding it. And I'm like, I just don't understand it. I don't think it was deep, but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, I think I heard I had a uh, younger person describe Ergo Proxy to me as a tryhard, and I don't think I ever really understood what that meant until I watched Ergo Proxy, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. high aspirations that you fail at. Got it. Yeah, but from the new world nails it. More people need to watch. Mm-hmm. More people need to watch that show. <laughs> all right, that's that's all the stuff I've watched now. We're finally done. All right. I mean, I've watched more, but I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show is 37 minutes old, and yeah. <clears throat> All right. How are we going to DVD picks? Wait, wait. What about the new season? We're certainly not going to record in the next three days, so. Eh. Um, have you gone through the new season? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, well, I'll go through first what I want to watch, I guess. Um, I'm not watching that much. This next season feels like a lot of sequels. That's the part I'm watching. But yeah. Yeah, same. It is, <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah, I don't know. So, I can't speak to most of the new ones. Um, the new Fruits Basket reboot? I'm going to check it out. I'm 
I mean, it looks like they're just redoing it from what it was. So it's like I watched Fruits Basket early in my fandom, mm-hmm. and it's very much a you know a girly show, but it looks it's pretty. Yeah, it's very show. Yeah, um, but, but it, looks it, it makes it sound like it's going to be more faithful to the manga. I mean, I haven't seen. I, it that's the thing. Like, I, I've only watched the anime, mm-hmm. and I had like the first two manga volumes, but yeah. um, I I don't know how different it was yeah. from the original anime. So I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch it and. Be pleasantly surprised, I guess. It, yeah, it might be cool if it's different because you didn't know if it would be different. Yeah, I wouldn't even know unless it's like, oh, I don't remember that happening. Toru right. Honda is now not living in the forest. She's living in a penthouse in the Hyatt. Interesting. <laughs> uh, One Punch Man 2. Uh-huh. It's going to be fun. More One Punch Man. Although I feel like the hype for One Punch Man 2... It's kind of like the Attack on Titan. Granted, they didn't wait four years, but it was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a great thing. But I think because it was a comedy, uh, I think it's going to be better. We, and I think people are still going to be like, hey, One Punch Man 2, cool. And I guarantee you Adult Swim is going to uh, you know, do another yeah. dub. They're going to do a dub. Yeah, plus it doesn't have any story Yeah. to really worry about. The problem with waiting four years for Attack on Titan is it's story-driven. And then the season two we got hadn't like barely any new story. So it was just them killing Titans, so that was upsetting. Yeah. But I am excited for the next part of Season yeah, 3. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of Attack on Titan, that's mm-hmm. the final show I'll be watching. So literally everything I'm watching this next season, unless otherwise, are all just uh, either second seasons or, or uh, mm-hmm. yeah, reboots. Uh, I am looking forward to Season, I guess, Season 3, Part 2. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't yeah, me too. Know. Hopefully, they get a little out of the. I hope they get out of the politics. I, I felt like the last season was very grounded in politics and inner, inner, squad fighting as well as like, just inner. I know you really enjoyed it, but man, I loved it. I, I love the political intrigue. I love how it was all story and they didn't even fight a titan. Genius. Attack on Titan should remove the Titans, and I'd like it more. Yeah, and now we know what the key is. <laughs> it should just be Attack on Politics. There attack on Politics. Yeah. Oh, so it should become, um, oh, fudge. One of, one of the mech shows that's all about politics. Okay, got it. Uh, called Gias? Yeah, basically, yeah. Gundam? There are a few mech shows that are politics, because what else yeah. do you put in your space opera Yeah, with with global factions fighting and stuff? Yep. What are I, you watching? I would not use Code Geass, because I would say Code Geass is about ridiculousness more than politics, but yeah. Um, Argy Valion might be a better example. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in watching this new Ufotable show, or UFO table, however you want to say it. Um, I know nothing about it. But I know they made Fate Stay Night look very pretty. So I'll watch, pretty, ever. I'll watch a pretty action show made by them. There you go. But Man, Fate Stay Night is such a good set of shows. <sighs> it is, and I had to tell one of my friends yesterday because uh, Fate Stay Night came up, and one of my, well, just someone I play WoW with, I guess we can call friends for the purpose of this. <laughs> but after that comment, he's done. He's dead to me. No. He was telling another person that they should only watch the affordable one, and like, well, that's not fair. Like, it certainly looks better. But I at the enjoyed point they the are, first season, the original first season, not the affordable, but I enjoyed right. the original. 
no, that's a, that's what I had to defend. I'm like, I like the original. It focuses on Saber as a character and does some of the uh-huh. romance. It does some of the romance that the visual novel has. It, and like, it's unfair to just say this one has the pretty action. Yeah, it isn't like everyone dismisses it like, oh, it's a shit adaptation. Yeah. And it certainly has less pretty action, but it has a different story. So, you, I mean, you got to watch it if you're not playing the game. Yeah, exactly. It is, that is the one that follows the main story of the game, really. Yeah, the main character. And, it, makes, it makes Saber a character, and she's hardly even a character in the, the reboot. Mm-hmm. Rin's yeah. the main character. I mean, I made the mistake of watching the one set in the past first, like the well, Zero awesome. or whatever. Ah, so Fate I got Zero. great animation and then went to not as great animation, but I could I got over it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, What else? Anything else next season? Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Senko-san one. Kitsune no Senko. It's like the fox girl one. Cute fox girl takes care of salary man working for an exploitive company. Sounds like he's exploiting the fox girl. Don't worry. She's 800 years old, but she's a very cute fox girl. <laughs> and whether it be cooking, cleaning, or a special service, she'll hear his exa- heal his exhaustion. So, All right. Yeah, they really they really sell it for people like us, perhaps. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I read the manga, and the special service is pl- petting her fluffy tail. Ah, you spoiled it. <laughs> so they totally bait you, and then yeah, yeah, they bait you with the description. But it, it's just a special service because she doesn't want him to do it much because it tickles. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's so he good. Get, he gets like ten seconds of petting her tail, and then he has to stop. <laughs> like my cat. See, that's, I love shows that do that. That will like make fun of their yeah. own audience a little bit. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's a very wholesome show, actually. She it, it reminds me of Welcome to NHK because she like talks to him about difficult work issues he encounters, but then she's all cute and makes him dinner and stuff. So it's it's a wholesome show. I'm excited. There you go. It's listed as slice of life romance, but. I may watch the new. So I'm looking at the um, the Crunchyroll simulcast, which those were most of my. I suppose mm-hmm. I could look and see what if Hulu's bringing anything. But uh, the new look at this guy basket, bounded by legal. I know. Shows. Yep. yep. Sail the high the, uh, seas, damn it. The new fruits basket is not the only thing that I find somewhat interesting. Uh, Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba doesn't look like it'll be any good. That's uh, that's the ufotable one. I'd... That's that's the ufotable one. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Okay. He changed yeah. his mind. That looks great. You don't like Attack on Politics? Oh, I mean, if you can suffer through the Titan part, I think you Yeah, like I've never part. watched any of that, so I can't say. Um, yeah. I mean, it'll probably be pretty, but I don't know what the plot will be like, so I'll wait for a Hey, we finally found out what a key means in an anime, though. We're um, still waiting on Nisekoi. We, we never learn Bakuben. Sounds weird. I'm not going to watch any Idolmaster. Shoot me, please. <gasps> or How could about you? Baseball. Wait, as much as you like cute anime girls, you don't There's watch any no... idol shows? Uh, you don't even watch... Anime uh... shows are just so awful. <gasps> um, but Love Live is about them accomplishing their dreams. It could mean anything. Uh, and saving the school. Idol shows are motivating, man. I don't, I don't watch the cute girls doing cute things. That doesn't. I've never understood they're not, that. They're not doing cute things. They're doing life-fulfilling things. Hmm... <laughs> there is evidently hey. one where that's a story about his boy and his best friend, Baby Spotted Seal. So I'm kind of wondering if that goes into some like <laughs> environmentalist direction. Did we ever review the zombie idol? No. Oh, we should review that. 
Zombie Land song. Oh, you did for the end of the year. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Um, Idol shows are fine. I don't understand the hate. And then, I, mean, I haven't uh, watched them all, but I don't find them disagreeable. The movie for Bunny Girl Senpai is going to come out, too. Ooh. Yeah. All right, let's go on to DVD picks. All right. If you twist our arms. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right. Take it away, Zach. Oh, wow. I've been rushed, and now I have to take it away? All right. That's right. Yeah, April 9th. March comes in like a lion, volume four. No, got to. Yeah, Black Clover, season one, part four. The ultimate young edition. Sky Wizards Academy. Mm. Is that like a funny way of saying gods? The Sky Wizards. Um, Sort of the Stranger. Something my friend constantly, my actual friend, constantly harasses me for not watching because he loves it. I guess I should watch it sometime. It's just a movie. I uh, love yeah. the next level. The next. Okay, go ahead. Mirai. Do you know what this is? Yeah, what is it? I've no, I do not. The next one after that. Oh, I was going to say, I know Mirai means future, but I don't know <laughs> what the show is. Because um, the future diary. Um, is it wrong to expect a hot spring in a dungeon? It's just like, come on, man. Is this a <laughs> spin-off obviously- of, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. I mean, it's a play off of that, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah. More isekai. Show. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's not even isekai. I'm pretty sure you're just introduced to the fantasy world, but either way. I never understood isekai shows for that reason. Like, uh, surely it's easy to come up with a foundation for your fantasy show that you don't need to just say everyone was a person that was then put into a fantasy show. But Yeah. Uh, Princess Resurrection. That might have cute girls. You got Boruto and Naruto Next Generations. That yeah, one we can might skip have cute Naruto's. And then we can skip Pokemon as well. <gasps> Diamond and Pearl? No, I know nothing about it. Okay, and then something I started watching and gave up because it was boring. The Ancient Magus Bride. Now, this show has, like, the best intro three episodes of any show I've ever seen. They're really huh. cool. It's, like, as good as a movie put together. Uh, those three episodes. And then it just gets really boring and bad, so I gave up. I definitely watched three episodes, and they're like a standalone story that was good, and then I was tricked into trying to watch the actual show. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly. I love Broly as a character. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch that. Uh, we got Kokaku, moment by moment. Um, I guess I can keep going, because I haven't seen anything interesting yet. I haven't either. <laughs> we got Record of the Grand Crest War. Maria the Virgin Witch. Ooh. Migakura School Sweet. Sankaria Undying Love. Wait, that's something I've heard of. This girl dies and it's like a it's like a rom com or some element of romance. This girl's dead and comes back as a zombie. Um Dor Dore Ku, the animation. Well, just saying, okay, at the end of the month, at the end of the month, uh, High School DxD Hero is coming out, so. <laughs> That's what I was going to mention. I'm like, I don't want to read all of them, because they're all no name, yeah, but. So, yeah, we'll stop there. Basically, nothing much. I got the, uh, 
Uh, I got the uh, Full Metal Panic Visible Victory Limited Edition. It is pretty. And for some reason, it has an audio Blu-ray of audio dramas. But you have to read in the pamphlet that came with it the actual story. Because it's all in Japanese. No. I, I don't, this was not very well It, it comes with physical out. subtitles. <laughs> yes, analog wow. subtitles. Analog subtitles, yeah, I guess that so, would be the term. Uh, speaking of DVDs, real quick, check out our YouTube channel. I did an unboxing video. Yes. I have never out. done an unboxing video, and I'll probably never do one again. But right stuff... It? Oh, fuck no. Dude, you didn't watch them, did you? I linked them to you. <laughs> I watched the first three minutes, but it didn't look like you're enjoying. <laughs> no. Um, like, he looks pretty bored. one of the stupidest uh, things in the entire world. No I'm like, he looks bored. I'm pretty bored. <laughs> yes. I bought... So speaking of DVD, save your money until the four, April 30th and pick up the Appleseed VA series. Fuck That's no. I have 12 copies of the fucking Appleseed movie. <laughs> because of fucking right stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that movie even in like used bookstores for like I $2. couldn't even give them away. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I sure how they're the, selling it for twenty five. I threw them in the free bin for two at Char- Second and Charles. Hmm. Well, this is the OVA series, so Fuck. this is a different one, I think. I don't care. Appleseed can suck. I don't dick. know. It's really good. I remember the original Appleseed being really good. So okay. Anyway, but yeah, so I did a on Pi Day. They had. Instead of 10 for 10, it was 5 for 10 blind boxes. Well, I got 12 blind boxes of practically all the same shit. <laughs> Fuck you, right stuff. Fuck you to hell. Yeah, 5 for 10, well known for its roots in the number pi. Yeah, I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they either have better or much worse mathematicians than me. Yeah. You can watch the fun unboxing. I would recommend the second video to, from the first. Although at the beginning, I was all excited. And my excitement quickly went away. Mm-hmm. I recommend watching it at two times speed, so it almost seems like he's excited. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. I you mean, guys... Appleseed is a funny way to pronounce High School DxD, which is the one that is actually worth getting. There you go. Let's get into Promise Neverland. All right, let's. All right. So, I'll start as the originator of everyone I know watching this show. <laughs> okay. So, I have always been a sucker for media that is psychological thrillers. And this one just came up. I'm pretty sure we were just talking about it like like we normally do on the podcast. We were looking at the Anna chart. And I was telling telling Rob that I'm like, I really want to watch this show because it says thriller. And we knew nothing about it. They were standing on a clock. And I'm like, Neverland? Like Alex in Neverland? Because like, she has a pocket watch. That was my parallel. That's all I thought about it. But I'm like, oh, I'll watch it. And then it turns out... Wait, no, that would be a spoiler. Have yeah. you looked at the poster? You know what it turns out to be. I mean, kind of. Maybe you can figure that out, but I didn't. Oh. I mean, I, I probably mean, should have I, I didn't have the time either. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Turns out, in hindsight, she's, they're not standing on the clock. But either way, mm-hmm. um, I'm into anything that's a thriller in nature or some element of psychological horror. And it pleasantly surprised me. So 
I told everyone to watch it, regardless as if that was like the genre they enjoyed, because they do so many different things correctly. And I don't know how much story we should describe before we talk about like what's actually good about it. Let's talk. So I thought we might um, kind of bifurcate this, talk about what's actually good about it in a very general sense, and then the end stop and say, okay, now we're going to talk about spoilers and just talk about the first episode, basically. Okay. So. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll talk about what's really good. Um, so my favorite part is maybe something that's obscure, or at this point I'm just like a film snob, <laughs> just from reviewing anime somehow. But the cinematography, the, the tracking mm-hmm. of the camera on the characters is so noticeable and so well done. Like, most anime, especially if it takes place in one location, is like very boring panning shots that just go around in a circle while the characters talk. Uh, but this has like really tight tracking of the characters. They live in an orphanage. They live in a house. And the characters are children. And it does a good job of being like at their height. And it yeah. either follows behind them or close to them when they're talking. Or when they're opening a door, it follows their arm as they reach for the door handle, which gives you the good like horror suspense because you don't get the big wide view. You get the very personal view of what they see. And the show is not overly scary or like well, <laughs> not, let me let me put it th- okay. It's not overly gory, and it does, the horror elements are understated. But the show gave me nightmares, so we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I guess the point is, it's not making use. It's not like a jump scare, which is no, it's not. In. It's not yeah. slow burn. They're, they're not zoomed in to scare you, but they are zoomed in to build the tension of a scary setting and story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't want. Yeah, I shouldn't downplay the horror. It's just not the overt horror. Right. Um, so that's great. The characters, the majority of them are children, but I mean, without spoilers, they're all very smart children, and it gives like a, a good way to make them relatable, I guess. Maybe not relatable. I don't know what the right word is, but imagine other anime shows where all the characters are children. It would just be the cute girls doing cute things or right. a whole bunch of dumb people encountering fake problems, right? Mm-hmm. It sets them up with like real problems to tackle and it's it's realistic. It doesn't leave that like realm of uh, disbelief or whatever. I guess it doesn't ask you to suspend disbelief because the kids are smart like adults. That's what I meant to say. That's one thing. I guess we can talk about this a little deeper now. There's one thing that I wish they had done better because it, it turned out toward the later seasons, I would realize, oh, okay, they're not just smart. They're really smart, not just the three main ones, but all of them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think you mentioned in the manga they had them doing linear algebra by, like, age eight. And yeah. you saw a little bit of what it was, you know, that they were had them doing and learning, but you didn't see it wasn't as overt as that they were doing linear algebra. I mean, I think yeah. I, they spell I wish, out the I wish they had done that a little better. Like, yeah, um, you know, they're smart because they're taking tests every day and they're learning stuff. But in the show, they kind of just sell like show them doing like uh, like pattern recognition. And you're like, okay, geometry well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like they're really quick and they're smarter than most people. But I mean. Are they just drilled on patterns? But no, then you get into the uh, manga, and they're like, they've all read the other a characters lot of in the show. Of- they sell that well, and everything is 
conceivable, but yeah, yeah, but they're like far beyond. One of the things that bothered me a little bit is the okay, the odd situation that they're actually in. Very much reason to believe it when it, it, I thought, believed it a little too quickly. Well, you cut out a bit. And there wasn't not nobody that move, none of the other characters, closer. I thought, ever were kind of looked and said, no, I don't believe you, you're crazy. And, and, you know, maybe the way they have it set up, that would it would have been more obvious because they're things that could give you hints something that's going on if you were in the situation, but... So you mean, like, all the kids... That was one of the things that I didn't like. And that probably made no sense at all, and I'll talk more about it when we talk about spoilers. (laughs) I'm going to try rejoining, because I wasn't sure you could hear me. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay. I was trying to talk to him, and he just he kept continuing, so I don't know. Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, strange. All right. So, I didn't catch all of it. You mean the kids were quick to believe the situation they were in? Right. The, there were a couple that it was obvious why they would, if you watched Right, the yeah, and then they relayed what they learned. Right. And Those people were just like, okay. Yeah, but even some of them, I mean, I could understand it, but by the end... It was like there didn't seem to be anybody that they ever had to really convince, you know, and some of these people that they were convincing were like four. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they're just much smarter and also. mm, Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with that, I guess. I mean, I didn't really at the time, but it was one of those like uh, like refrigerator logic type things of where you're thinking about it afterwards. You're picking it apart too much. Yeah, I mean, because if you think most of their time spent is spent playing with each other. And, like, it's like a peer pressure thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like because you would think some people were allied with their mother. That doesn't give too much away, I guess. But no, it seems it like most of her interaction is, like, taking care of babies, and she's, like, a supervisor. But they all play with each other and are self-sufficient. So I was kind of okay with that. I'm like, mm. well, it's more likely they believe with the person they grew up playing with who helped take care of them instead of just, like, the one official figure, right? They can relate more to the other kids than the... Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because we saw them... I know you're right. We did see them washing clothes, and we did mm-hmm. see them... Um, the older kids taking care of the younger kids more than we saw mom... Yeah, so it's not like there's a, it's not like there's a complete dichotomy of like she did everything for them, so why should they believe that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. And also, I mean, they even they even bring it up and think about it. Um, it's really hard to talk about without spoilers, but they bring it up when they think uh, of like the element of a of a traitor, right? Mm-hmm. So they consider the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what else is good besides the cinematography? We were talking about characters. So the mm-hmm. characters are good because they're smarter than average. So at the very least, they're human. 
uh, adult intelligence, but they're far beyond that. The, the manga sets them up to be much smarter. Uh, but also, like, restricted in what they can read. They mentioned in the manga that they have a library, but there's not, like, a lot of old books. Hmm. They have books... Like, the show takes place in, like, 2045, and they have books from, like, 1980 to 2045. So they can't read, like, a lot of things. Yeah, the show didn't do say mention that at all. That's interesting. Yeah, and I think that's interesting for setting up the scenario they're in, because, like, access to so much information would give them too much, I guess. Yeah, I can see why they would not want them to have access mm-hmm. to things before then, but... Yeah, so they're really smart, but they're not allowed to read whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And, which is weird because in the anime they raise Ray is reading like all the time. You don't really know what he's reading most of the time. But right. apparently according to the manga, they might tell me what he was reading, but at the very least he's not reading older books. Mm-hmm. Um so the characters are great and they all have they all have a flaw, I guess. I think they mention they mention their flaws in the show. They do, kind of, but it's a, especially for, um, oh, for the girl, uh, Emma, it's mm-hmm. this question of, and that gets to the heart of the themes of the show, it's a question of, is this really a flaw or not? And that's why I thought they handled that very well. Uh, that it's, and that was one thing I really liked. That, that they might not be flaws, yeah. So, I like... Mean, Norman has the flaw of being too selfless, but is that a flaw? I mean, that's a good trait for everyone else. Right. And then Emma is, I guess, too bold and idealistic and selfless, too, in a way. But it's mostly that she's, like, unrealistic. And Ray just gets frustrated easily. Well, Ray's too cynical. Yeah. She's the, the, the foil for Emma in a very good way. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. He gives up quickly and has a hard time trusting other people. Well, I guess gives up quickly. And they the show month. really well the reason for that toward the end. And it's, you know, it's not just that he's like that he's just a cynic. There's a very believable reason for why he's mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, I said give up quickly, but that, like, doesn't give his character writing credit. <laughs> He's not some whiny kid that just gives up. But, the other yeah. thing that... There's lots of other pressures he that... is always considering that cause him to act differently, yeah. Uh, what else? What else do you like besides those two? That... That one? Quiet, Zach. I don't know if you can hear me. Oh, yeah. Hello? I can hear you. But can he? I can now. <laughs> okay, I was just going to ask. Uh, you should explain, I guess, more what you like about the character foils. Sure, sure. So the action, I think, which you haven't touched on, mm-hmm. is also really well done and good. Um, it's more of a thought, thinking, and planning, and that kind of show than. Um, an action show, but the action that's there is handled very well. And I also, and I, what I've heard is that in the manga that it's more of a, maybe they give the planning more away because a lot of it is done in their head and you see what they're thinking and planning and the manga doesn't, and the anime doesn't do that. 
I enjoyed the anime aspect of where you did not see everything that they were planning all the time, but they did enough hints where you could maybe figure it out or where at least it was obvious toward the end what they were doing. And we'll talk about more about that in spoilers. I can't really give examples right now. Um, yeah, I'd like to comment on that because I got into point. reading the manga because I wanted more detail, but at the same time, you're right. Like By leaving you a little in the dark as the viewer, when they did reveal it and you had the clues, you're like, holy shit, they were actually doing that. Yeah. And it was it was much more exciting to be left in the dark a little. I thought so. And Great. even the quote-unquote bad characters, when they gave their backstory, it was kind of a, oh, I can see why they would be the way they are. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into more of it than that. And they did a good job of raising tension at the end of every episode. It was like they're always kind of like, uh, there's always something that was revealed that made this, made the situation even worse most of the time. Yeah. yeah that's and, a good point. Is It did the cliffhanger thing, but without making me feel like, ah, what a gimmicky cliffhanger. <laughs> right. It was always a good cliffhanger. Right. And and then, like you said, the characters are just great. Their interactions, you know, they were all believable in a unreal situation. Mm-hmm. And their interactions were believable. And it dealt real well with the how much sacrifice is acceptable to for a situation. You know, wow, I was about to spoil something. Um, <laughs> and the... Um, what, I mean, they don't do enough. I would have, it's hard because I want more world building. I want to know how the, is the situation, how they, that they are in developed, but that mm-hmm. would have basically destroyed all the tension. So. And, yeah, that's a good point. Because we don't get any of that. You know, we don't get about how did this get set up? Why are things this way? Because it's so weird. Yeah, they could have done that. They could have switched, like, point of views. But, yeah, the reason the story works so well is because we don't know, like, the main characters, I think. Right. So, yeah. And it makes me worry. With season two, we know more. But, yeah, will they be as effective at writing the know more story versus the point of view? And I worry about that. And then I also worry that it's going to end up being a Lord of the... Because they're kind of in a Lord of the Flies situation now. Um, So, yeah, they're all way better teammates i guess yes than anybody in order of the flies was. yeah <laughs> they're all much more cooperative but yes yes which i guess might end up being unrealistic i'm not sure but i don't know it'll be interesting to see in 2020 how that works i'm looking forward to it i don't know i mean lord of the flies is predicated on like people being people crashing that don't know each other that well but these people have lived with each other forever. I guess it's like crashing on an island with your family. It wouldn't be quite as Lord of the Flies, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty. Sen- I'm more like Ray than Emma. So. Yeah. <laughs> Viewpoint of human nature. So. That's how, tell me how much you like your family. You don't get, <laughs> yeah. to, pick, you don't get to pick your family. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Um, and so yeah. So I, th- I mean, you covered really otherwise everything I thought that was really good. The the dramatic horror was done very well. The animation was done very well. The camera work was incredible. Uh, the characters are great. Um, you know, it's just very effective. The animation's good. One one turn off is 
people don't like how their faces are drawn, which is the same in the manga. Their faces are like very tight to like the center of their face. I don't know if you noticed that. So I was wondering about your, your loss of sleep and why it's such a chilling show for you. And I don't know if you can describe it without spoilers. Yeah, that's going to be real hard. Um, it okay. just did a really good job of raising tension and of saying, okay, and it, it left me with a, there's going to be no way they're going to be able to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And I guess a testament to the show, it made me believe it. Yeah. Um, and part of it is because this is anime and anime doesn't always end well. I was trying to find the show, but there is a mech show where, like, I think it's children piloting mechs, and it piloting the mechs basically kills them, but they have to pilot the mechs because if they don't, the entire of, like, humanity dies or something. Mm. Um, it's semi-well-known, but I don't remember what, I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I could have, I you know, I could have seen this ending badly for everyone. And I could not see any other option, um, especially toward the middle right. of the 12 episodes. And do you think it was worse once you caught up and you had to like wait week for a week? Oh, yeah. No, that made it worse. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a week to worry about what we were going to do. Uh-huh. Um, and I um, I want to say other things, but that would make me a... Yep, we, we won't go so there, The whole but... show remains believable throughout. I'll say that much. Yeah, that's really hard to do with even... Uh, like written psychological horror and they managed to do it in anime form, which I think is even more impressive. So yeah, agreed. Yep. Big fan of the show. Everyone needs to watch it. Even if you don't like psychological thrillers, which is why I got into it. Um, I mean, you, you just have to do it. It does so many things well, like the cinematography that you don't always get to see in anime. So, right. I mean, at least watch like the first two episodes and then if you cannot stand the psychological horror, I can understand. But, man, it's a good show. <laughs> yeah. Great Afterwards, point. Zach, we well, should, we'll after Jellicoon leaves and the podcast is done, we should talk more about the spoilers. All right, good, yeah. I, I've already done that like three times this week because I got so many people into it, but I'm always <laughs> eager to do more. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What'd you guys rate it? Um, there's, it's a, I mean, I think of my shows that are 10 of 10 and, um, yeah, no, this is a 10 of 10 show. I don't think I'd own it because I'm not sure I'd want to watch it again just because it's <laughs> so stressful, but yeah, no, it's a, it's an incredible show. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a fair assessment. I only have one ten cause I reserved that for my favorites. Um, if you listen to the show long enough, uh, you can hear my rant about, or look it up on a review index to hear my rant about the 1 through 10 rating system, because I don't think it's very useful. But, I mean, I would give it right below my favorite. It doesn't have any flaws that I see. So, it's a, it's a 9 plus show. Every, everyone should watch it. Everyone should attempt to watch it. Yep. Alright. That's, that's it. Cool. Um... Well, there you go. Man, that's uh, some high praise. Yeah. So, uh, I mispronounced the name of the title I'm reviewing. It's A Town Where You Live, Not We. I guess that's not pronunciation so much as 
misremembering the title, but yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, he mispronounced it? Isn't it in English? <laughs> yes. But I got you what you mean now. I got you. So this aired uh, in 2013. Uh, 12 episodes. Uh, from July 13th through September of 2013. So, surprising to me... Um, so, Town Where You Live was done by the same person who did Suzuka. Uh, which I loved. Remind me uh, what Suzuka is, say, or inform me for the first time. Yeah, Seo Kuji. So, Suzuka... Oh, it's been such a long time. Basically... Guy runs track, learns to run, like, enjoys running track, meets a girl. Mm. It's a romance, and it's it's nothing. It's not great, but it's just fun. I really enjoyed it when I remember watching it. Um. So I mean, this is probably why I kind of like the show too. Reading reviews of it, people are really, really mixed on it. Um. But uh, basically. What first stopped me was the visuals. I really like the water art kind of look. Um, it's not like super crisp all the time. It does get crisp, but I mean, like for like flashbacks and stuff, they use like watercolors and stuff. It's really pretty. I really like. I, I like the kind of out of the normal anime visual style. Yeah, and you can almost tie it back to like an earlier era of anime too, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What era would that be? Is that like nineties look? Would you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, this is one of those shows I really can't say a ton about without spoiling. But essentially, can't be worse than our last one. No, it can't be worse. <laughs> basically, um, Haruto lives out in uh, Okinawa, so he's like a country bumpkin, and Okinawa apparently only has one school where he lives. And, um, not Okinawa, I'm sorry, uh, Hiroshima, my bad. Uh, so, he lives out in Hiroshima, and, uh, lives in the country, they have one school building, and this girl shows up at his door, uh, named, uh, Eba Yuzuki, and she's now moving in with them, because... Her father was, like, a friend of the family. And come to find out, like, she had been there, like, as a child and met Haruto, but didn't know. She remembered, but he didn't. Nah. And basically... Anime does that a lot. The one-sided yeah. remembering. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, four, like five. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, like... He takes it as like, oh, she's coming from Tokyo and she's coming to the countryside and she wants to think everybody's stupid and, you know, and he has a crush on one of his classmates. But, and this is where the anime gets kind of weird. The anime skips around a lot. So, like, the anime doesn't start with, like, this hap. Like, it starts with him showing up in Tokyo looking for her. Um... Even so, though he doesn't remember. So that's the thing. You don't find out the stuff until the story gets going. So ah. essentially, um, they fast forward through everything that happened while they were living together. To him showing up in Tokyo trying to find her to de- to continue dating her. So essentially, they end up dating and and 
she ends up going back to Tokyo. And then throughout the anime, they go back in time showing the events that make up the ongoing story. As well as introducing you to other characters in the present timeline of the story. So, it's really fun and really annoying. Because they'll reference something and then they have to go back and like show it to you. Or you've got to kind of piece of puzzle pieces together. Um, but so he's looking for someone before you know who he's looking for? Yes. But not before he knows who he's looking for. No, he knows who he's looking for because the events ah. have already occurred. Okay, got yeah. it. So hmm. essentially she goes back to Tokyo and they try to have a long-distance relationship and it doesn't work. And eventually she breaks up with him. And so he goes to Tokyo to say, oh, fuck this, I want you back. And then he meets a bunch of new people. One of them, unbeknownst to him, being one of the people that is actually dating her. And he actually confines in this guy that, hey, this this girl ran out on me, and I'm going to try to win her back, and she's dating some, you know, some guy. And he's like, hell yeah, you know, love, true love conquers all. And then we find out, like, oh, oh, it's the guy who he's been confiding in this entire time. What a what a coincidence oh, for I a know. city as large as Tokyo. Exactly. <laughs> Unlucky or lucky? I don't know. I guess. Depends on what happens. Yeah. So we find out why she visited in the first place, or why she ended up moving there in the first place. When she was um, five. Well, when she was five, her father just took her there, up to the countryside. And okay. she hated it, but then she met Harto, and they went to a, they went to a festival and a pond, and they saw fireworks together. And she was like, "Oh, I like the countryside now." And he's like, "Oh, come back anytime." So then she did, you know, like ten years later. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, essentially, uh, we find out why she moved there as in high school, and it turns out her mother remarried. And her sister is like a control bitch, and she just doesn't get along with the new sisters, or the new sister and the new brother, and so she leaves to get away from them, essentially. But then, like I said, she goes back, and we find out why she went back. There's reasons why that I'm not going to spoil, but um, events occur, and the first half of the story is like us trying to figure out like what, how the fuck did we get here? Like, why are we watching this stuff in, in now, and then what happened in the past? And they do a really good job of, like, well, they don't do a, I don't say a really good job, but you really get endeared to the characters. You really endear yourself to Ebba. Um, they do really throw around the timeline a lot of, like, it goes from, like, oh, hey, um... We did some hijinks and, you know, getting used to you, but, you know, she, like, doesn't ride a, know how to ride a bike. So he has to, like, ride her, give her a ride every day to school. But then he was like, she's trying to learn how to bike to, to help, you know. She, like, made him lunch once and she, like, did a bad job or something. And, well, no, he, you know, what it was is he kept making her lunch and... You know, something like she started making lunch. Like, like you see her, like, learning and whatever. But all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're dating now. And it takes a while 
to go back and like explain how the relationship actually began. Because in the beginning of the show, when they go back to the previous events, he's actually had a crush on one of his classmates. And at first you're like, well, what the hell happened to that? Mm-hmm. But then you, I mean, they're even like explaining the relationship all the way up to episode 11 of 12. Hmm. That's yeah. like if Toradora started with the two main characters dating and they're like, but how did we end up here? Yeah. So, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it was a little weird. Now, the cool part was I really liked was they go past high school and they go into college age. And this is where I thought the show, like, so the show, like, plateaus at, like, episode, I think, five or six, where, like, this big dramatic event happens. And then it's like, oh, shit, this event happens. And then they all have to deal with the fallout of that event. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, Ebba and Haruto don't end up dating. They go their separate ways. And they meet again several years later. But now he's dating another girl who's been there since he moved to Tokyo. But now he's like happy and content. Or is he? And that's where the story kind of goes off now. The second half of the story is... Him going off, going, huh, do I really have feelings for the girl I'm dating now, or do I still have feelings for Eva, who just came back into my life? Hmm. And there's other characters I play, like his older, his younger sister, like, she's a, I think she's a, the way he played out was like, she's a voice of reason, but she's really not. She's like the voice of like, hey, you're just a fucking dumb guy and you think with your dick and I can prove it because she'll like lean over or be like, hey, I'm not wearing a bra. Look, check this out. To a point where like at one point she's like stripping in front of Haruto to like be like, fuck my sister. Uh, fuck your other girlfriend. How about you just take the third option? But then like a minute later, she's like, you're a terrible person. So it's weird. In the in the realm of maturity in romance anime, like where does where does it land? Because I'm confused. Yeah, it's. Is it like Scum's Wish, where it's commentary on shitty people and no and, and maturity, or is it like no, we're in the spectrum? The good is news it is cutesy romance with no consequence? No, essentially it's uh they. So here's a nice part about it: there's no like wishy washy bullshit of like. Oh, I'm nervous around him, or I don't know if we should, you know, none of that dumb trope bullshit, you know, you, you have. It's, hey, they're in a, they're in a relationship. Uh, granted, because of all these time skips and like going back and coming back to the present, you learn a lot after the fact. And you're kind of along with the ride during the entire show. But it's like, hey, they had a relationship. It was broken off. Now he's trying to win her, get her back. Events occur, and then they lose contact, and they regain <laughs> contact to, years later. That's to be my favorite verbiage in a show where you don't want to spoil it. <laughs> Events occur. <laughs> well, I mean, like you're writing a story, and you're like, and then events occur. Uh, yes. I mean, that's kind of what we should have done in hours, right? Yes. Events. No, because there's no future point we can talk about. <laughs> yeah. We'd so, say events occur, and then more events occur. 
point. So, yeah, and I mean, this is a 12-episode series, so there's a lot of stuff happening episode to episode. There's no filler. We do get introduced to random side characters and things like that, but um, no one really matters. There is some fun... There is some fun, you know, side stories that occur, like... um, they tell a story about back when they were in high school. They went, they got to go to Tokyo, and this is like right after Abba moved back, and they hadn't seen each other in a while. And the story of them trying to meet—that was a really mm-hmm. fun story. And the side hijinks that happen. But at the end of the day, um, it's not—it's somewhat predictable. The way it was explained to me, what got me watching this was. This is very manga-esque, where manga events happen in a show, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. If you've seen enough of these shows, you kind of know what to expect, but I think they did, I I liked the fact that, like, every episode I was learning new stuff to kind of piece the story together. I wasn't like it was, some of it was very predictable, but some of Mm -hmm. it wasn't. Um, One of the, the, the big event that occurs, I was shocked by, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, the constant moving of time, it kind of sucks, like, but it's kind of like, hey, at least we're learning stuff, and the plots are always moving forward. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to echo the 90s in more than just the art style. Like, it sounds uh, like it's very serial manga. Kind of, but no, not really. Like, it's not like we... We only see stuff from the point of view from Haruto. Okay. We don't see from the point of view of anybody else. Yeah, we'd probably be in the point of view of the main girl if it was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, in in general, yeah, you get both sides of the story. Or usually, you know, the problem I have with romance is um, I like the super serious, the mature, like uh, Scum's Wish and White Album. Yep. And I like the fun rom-com types, like Surrey Children and such. This was kind of in the middle. Yeah, the ones in the middle are harder to do. Like, for me, it's Suki Gakire and, like, Toradora, which Mm. is still near the comedy side. Like, it's very hard to do one in the middle that's well done. Very dramatic. They rely heavily on the plot um, to keep pushing forward. There's no time for filler. I mean, Mm. there's a little bit, but it all still ties into the main series. It still ties into the story they're telling overall. Um, And, you know, it's kind of funny. There's random bits of nudity here and there because I watched the Blu-ray rips. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't very, like, sexualized. It was very much like, hey, we're telling this story. And then, as we keep going for episode to episode, you learn more about the history between Eba and Haruto, as well as the new characters they're introducing, and they keep pushing that, as well as going back to explain like why Haruto is doing what he's doing, or where he is, you know, why why is he so committed to you know this one girl? Why did he go to Tokyo, you know, for this one girl when everyone in his life was like telling him like give it up, you know? Just let mm-hmm. it go. So, 
Um, I like the fact, too, that it just wasn't your run-of-the-mill. I've seen so many different types of romance anime. Mm. I just like the fact that, like, like I said, I found the characters real. I found Abba really endearing. I found the other characters, you know, they were just there to help move the plot, but you really got, I, I at least really uh, got into the main story it was telling. I let myself be disbelief, you know, suspended of disbelief, and got into it. You know, it wasn't like it was bad where it's like, I know every single day it's going to happen. But there was some pretty obvious, like, nods of like, hey, I found this thing and from long ago, well, what's going to happen? Yeah, you know, I mean, especially like, if, if that's the type of storytelling they chose, you yeah. know, like you said. By, but there's nothing silly like, oh, hey, we went to a photo shoot where a bride and a groom had to we had to dress up like our wedding day. And, oh, <laughs> you know, like like Kimario Orange Road or, or right. Ranma or, you know, those other, you know, weird things. Nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, which is why it's so hard to do a romance in between the maturity spectrum, like yeah. I said. Yeah. No, you almost and have to I mean, pick one. There, there's so many scenarios that fall on either end. And later right. in the show, you know, you know, Haruto is making decisions that affect the overall outcome of the show, uh, for good or bad. You know, whatever he's choosing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you really kind of—I got really roped into that. Like, oh, what are you going to do? You know, because I can kind of relate to a sense of like, hey, you're in this, but you're have all this other stuff. You know, like, life's not easy. Like, this isn't like a, hey, um, I found the girl, and she loves me, and I love her, and, oh, happy love after. No, there's all these complications of reality, of li- of their life, you know, hmm. that, that, that complicate the story and make things worth watching. Now, from reading the reviews on, like, my anime list, this is, like, a very... Uh, even on like right stuff, like just I was trying to see if this is on sale, and it, it is. Mm-hmm. It's like forty five bucks. Um, it's not really liked, but yet it's got a like a seven point one, a seven point oh eight score. So it's. I mean, to me, it's 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 good. I really enjoyed it. I gave it an eight. Um. Mm. Yeah, there so. is an OVA as well, but I think the OVA aired before the actual series because it just goes over the same kind of plot points, just sped up, as far as like, oh, this wacky Tokyo girl, she's coming to live with me, oh, isn't it weird? Here's some hijinks mm-hmm. we get into, and, you know, and then it tells a story of them, like, uh, like I said. Uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, I guess what you're suggesting is it's... It's polarizing, maybe, or controversial. I mean, if it has a seven, that's a pretty good rating. Yeah, I mean, I look people, at like if a lot of people hate it, then I, I guess people are rating it like a mix of like nine and four, and it falls in the middle for the average. Yeah, and maybe I just like dumpster fire romance animes. I don't know. Probably, <laughs> but but some are done really well. I mean, dumpster fire for the characters, or dumpster fire in terms of writing? Uh, just in general writing story. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I get sick and tired of the see, like stuff like White Album Two and and you know things like that. I loved, you know. White Album Two is fucking good. Yeah, I, I stand by it, even though it's <laughs> you know 
yeah, is it ever going to happen in real life? Hell no. You know, yeah. but still. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say definitely check it out. Like like I said, the only reason I started watching the show is someone recommended it in one of the episode discussions of Domestic Girlfriend. And they were like, hey, it's similar to this to a degree. Um, check it out. And I just happened to download the first couple episodes. And I was like, this is really fun. And I just got the rest of it. You mm-hmm. know, and it was one of these shows that was easy to marathon. They didn't really have that much in the way of, uh, cli- uh, that much in the way of hooks to keep you coming back every week. But when they did have some, I would have been pretty fucking pissed because there were a couple instances where they'd be like, there's one instance in particular where like, Eva's like, oh, I want to tell you something. And then the show ends. <laughs> and then the next episode is like, oh, I want to tell you something. Oh, never mind. Yikes. And it's like, motherfucker, if I would have had to wait a week <laughs> to find out like what was going to be said. It was a, it was fake cliffhanger. Like, it's just a bait. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's annoying cliffhangers. You may, you but, may be less likely to want to watch the show now. But yeah. it doesn't happen every week time. It was just I'd every rather, now and then. I'd rather trade that for filler. I, I mean, I was just looking at, like, if I was watching week to week. Yeah. Um... But I mean, I marathon the hell out. Like, I watched the first ten episodes in probably three sittings, and or maybe the first eight. Sorry, first eight or nine, and then I finished up the last three or four. Yeah, um, like I, I'm totally convinced that's marathoning by our our definition now. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like some? I mean, one of, some of our listeners might be much more into anime or younger in their anime fandom and they're like marathon you watch three episodes a day that's pretty weak. oh i know yeah <laughs> but but now if we like finish a show in a week we're like holy shit i've i watched it all the best show yeah no and that's the thing and that's i mean that's one of the things too that like uh, i mean i i've been catching up on anime lately and Sometimes I feel like watching the slime show. It's a slog for me, but yeah. I watch it because I've already invested so much time into it. You know, things of that some, nature. Some but this combination was a general of growing up and also watching anime a long time. Yeah, like when I first started, I watched like all of Full Metal in like a week. It's like sixty episodes. Yeah, and now, now, like you said, if I watch a show and finish it in a week, that's marathon. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to watch a show. That's the thing. Like I started it and was like, this is really good. And mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. And to me, that's where I enjoy watching anime. If I enjoy the show, I'm going to watch it. But if it's total garbage, I'm not going to spend my time. Unless so, it's the slime show. Yeah. And he will. Well, yeah, then you do. I feel like I have <laughs> For to For reasons I still now. don't understand. Yeah, I, 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 I'm excited to review it just because I'm... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe you just want to review a show terribly that everybody else likes, and you know. I, I mean, that's that's what I tell my friends about Sword Art. I'm like, well, I've been uh, critiquing it since day one. It's my cross to bear now. I got to watch everything, <laughs> <laughs> so you can spread the truth to everybody yeah. else about terrible. Like, yeah. In the meantime, it's become the popular thing to hate Sword Art. But you know, as as one of the hating Sword Art hipsters, I got to keep going. Yep. <laughs> I mean. And this shows just you know a lot of talking, a lot of like you know it's a romance show, so it's not like action sequences or anything outside of like running, you know, and, yeah, biking. Full Metal Panic case. monopolizes the action romance. Yes, yes. So is that even a genre? Yes, it is it for is Full now. Metal Panic. Yes. Huh. So yeah, I gave it an eight. 
definitely watch it if you're into the... I mean, I... Like I said, I think I just like dumpster fire animes. I don't know. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I don't say, tell you. From, from your review, I was not expecting the eight. Yeah, I wasn't either. That seems high, but then if you qualify it by saying you enjoy dumpster fire anime and you remember I mean, the 90s I, fondly. I think... Well, I mean, I wasn't watching anime in the 90s, but <laughs> this was set in the year... This was set in probably... 2013, and they had cell phones and stuff. It wasn't like White Album 1 yeah. where it was set in the 80s. Well, it, the show itself came out in 2013, so yes. that makes sense. Yeah. But I guess just the watercolor art style is 90s-ish. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it is. It's, okay, so it's unrelated to the nostalgia. No, he enjoys yeah, romance. The shittier, the better. I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Yeah. It, I mean, like... It can certainly be shitty and written well. I guess. I mean, it, I I think too. I mean, I didn't I didn't realize until I was doing some research that this is the same author of Suzuka, which I enjoyed. I remember enjoying it at the time. Um, it even says it's set like in the same universe. I'm sure there's not much consequence uh, to that, but is it set in the same? What it is? That's that's what it said. I mean, the universe was just a city, like. Like, you know, like Tokyo is well yes. known as the same universe because yes. you know it's a real place. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, check it out. Um, it is available on Right Stuff for like forty-five bucks. You can find it on the high seas, probably with ease. It's on Crunchyroll, also. Is it? Well, well, you then you can't. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's it's, a, it's actually available on Crunchyroll as well, so you can watch it there. Oh, no, I agree. Go. I was commenting about the illegalness. Right. If you're a lawyer and you work really hard to pass your bar, you, you probably shouldn't steal things, I guess. Yep. I don't know. Well, Morality and all that. Moral aspect, you know. Yeah, you don't want to be a bad guy. You want to support the things you like and have people make money so they can keep doing it. Hey, you know. I am about to buy a goddamn new shelf because I support the things <laughs> I like. <laughs> My shelf broke in my move, and I, it's been five months, and I still haven't bought a new shelf yet. Yeah, did you not see his unboxing video? He's yeah, no, at, I don't. Yeah, I don't even watch the. I had like, there were some YouTube people who did unboxing videos that I watched for a little bit, and I have stopped. I've like stopped watching them now. So well, they're old as hell. Like that was like the first big YouTube thing. But yeah, anyway, I support anime in some form or fashion. Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. I oh. suppose. This is nearing two hours, so yep. uh, we are going to head off because, holy fuck, this is long. <laughs> Give us your feedback, bonsaibeat.com. Check out our review index, bonsaibeat.com, front slash reviews. There you'll find a complete index of everything we've reviewed over ten years. And uh, hopefully next time we'll have some uh, our first thoughts on uh, spring 2019, maybe Burn through a couple more shows, reviews for uh, this last season, and yeah, hey, maybe, I'll, maybe we I'll actually might have more. a decent top ten this year, or a top five. I mean, this year, we well, very going. true. And I might, I'll probably only have a top. Well, no, I have watched some more things, and yeah, not if you keep season. talking to us, you're uh, yeah, quickly building. Yep, I may have right. to go back and review something from the '80s just to next time, just to you know give balance. Well, that does break our rules of the current year top, but I mean, on yeah. the show itself, you can review it. <laughs> Just not on that episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. My yeah, favorite yeah. for 2019 is 1981. <laughs> 1981's oh, okay. uh, remake of Rainbow. 
is Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Appleseed. Oh, God. <laughs> Burn it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.